All right, welcome back. Uh, we are here uh, for the Martins Group, Coach Cheese with uh, Coach D. Crusoe. So, Coach, welcome back. Uh, I'll let you take it away here uh, because you're a New England guy. Uh, the first team we're going to look at is the Worcester Italian Mafia. What do you see in this team? Worcester. I see a pretty solid team. I'm familiar with this coach. We have an ongoing exhibition matchup in T-League. Um, his team is always fun to go against. Really fast-paced, makes for entertaining games. Uh, pretty good team. They bring back um, the junior class 120. Uh, in that class, their point guard, Trayvon Moore. Man, he's got to be one of the better point guards in the country. A uh, little turnover prone, but, man, he does he does it all. He scores eight assists per game last year. Really solid defense. Yeah, he's the leader on this team. And you bring back also their starting front court, Charles Williams and Jack Drake. I mean, Drake is a fantastic player, uh, one of those centers who just does it all. Um, lots of returning talent. They lose Riley Martins, uh, starting small forward, um, who was a very good player. So they're going to be trying to replace that production. But they bring in a pretty solid class, too. Uh, they bring in the 102-28 class, which usually means they brought in a pretty good player, and it looks like Kyle Gold um, is that guy. Along with Wyatt Jordan, he looks like a pretty good player too. I mean, this is a really impressive team looking at them deeper right now, given that they bring back, I would say, their three best players in Moore, Williams, and Drake, and then getting even richer with Kyle Gold. Uh, nice. Probably, yeah, on the fly too. Um, he can start. Honestly, I think this team could uh, – they have a lot of talent, and I think trying to trying to find a starting lineup that can maximize that talent should be fun for this coach. Um, yeah, this is going to be a dangerous team for sure. What do you think about these guys? Yeah, bringing back, you know, four-fifths of a starting rotation uh, from a Final Four team. So these guys are no joke. Uh, Riley Martins, the small forward, is the one guy that they did graduate, was really efficient from the field last year. Um this team was incredibly balanced. I think that's what made them have such a deep run. Uh, they were really balanced in scoring. And so you ask who's going to fill that uh, starting small forward spot. Their backup, Travis Knoll, uh, was a freshman last year. Not super impressive and not sure if he's ready to take that next step. And so you look at the freshman they brought in. You mentioned Wyatt Jordan, uh, I think, is an option there. Um, Leo Blaylock is probably not going to uh, be in the conversation for a starting spot. Um, but Kyle Gold, um, a pretty versatile guy at 6'10", um, can obviously play in the post. Um, but you wonder if he's the kind of guy uh, that could play one of those big, small forward roles. Uh, in high school, at power forward, he had two and a half assists, um, less than one turnover, some pretty good defensive stats. Uh, and so it, it reminds me of the team Ann Arbor had last year. Um, where you had all these big guys throwing big bodies out there. And if the guys are athletic enough and can defend, um, that can really, really be menacing for the uh, the opposite team. So I'm interested to see where Blaylock falls here um, and how the coach puts this team together. Uh, but, yeah, coming off a Final Four run, they did take a dip in the rankings, um, but still loaded with talent. And I think this team has a good chance. I think, yeah, I, I love this team's chances. And I think – we're talking about who's going to play small forward. I think maybe Charles Williams, if he can handle sort of um, more ball handling duties, uh, move him up from power forward to small forward at six foot eight, and then throw in Kyle Gold at power forward. I mean, geez, yeah. that's a team that's that's hard to beat. You got three legitimate players from the three to five, and then you got your point guard who's already averaging eight assists per game with more 
weapons around him. Uh, this has got to be one of the more talented, if put together correctly. Or there's no correct, there's no right answer, but if put together in a way that you know maximizes the talent, this is going to be one of the better starting lineups in the in the tournament, I would say. Um, yeah, bench might bench might be the only uh, issue, but even then, the bench has some solid guys too. So I really like this squad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's a good point. Let's move on to uh, the Nashville Syrup, uh, coached by Coach V, yep. uh, the uh, the kind of originator and mastermind of the PNTT here. So uh, shout out, Coach V. We're thankful for you. Uh, the Syrup checks in on the season at number thirty one. Uh, brought in a monster two, three ranked class. Uh, so let's take a look at those guys. They did graduate a top 50 class, 29-49, um, but uh, lost uh, really only two significant players. Um, the freshmen that they brought in um, are just pretty incredible. Three guys, good size. Uh, all of them can score pretty efficient. So Benjamin Hudson, 16 points, six assists, only one and a half turnovers, uh, played shooting guard in high school. Jose Blevins, um, I think the fact that I know that name means he was one of the top recruits in the country. Um, not the best scorer, uh, but at 6'8", 9.3 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 1.4 steals, 1.1 blocks. This guy does everything, takes care of the basketball. And then Brandon Bowie, uh, I think the cousin of – Northwestern's Boo Booey, 19.7 points a game, nine and a half rebounds as a six, seven center in high school, uh, two and a half blocks. Um, these guys were already pretty good, uh, finished uh, in the Sweet 16 last year in the NTT, uh, number 28 against the fourth ranked schedule. Um, and they clearly, clearly upgraded. So this is a really, really good team. Yeah, I'm surprised Coach V didn't want to talk about his own team, toot his own horn a little bit. I mean, this is incredible. Uh, you look at this freshman class, like usually, especially in this league, I mean, it's so hard to recruit. You get one of these guys and you're happy. Yeah. He gets all three. This is this is an impressive bunch. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be – this is going to be one of the favorites for sure. I think maybe the one <clears> thing <throat> holding this team back is they don't really have a true, you know, dominant rim-protecting center, which is so important in this league. Um, but they have a lot of guys who are right around six eight, six seven. Um, so he can just throw out a lineup. And I think, you know, based on what I've seen from his teams in the past, he loves to go with big lineups, you know, big shooting guards, even big point guards. I remember, I think it was in T-League, he ran a six nine point guard at one time, uh, which was fascinating to, to watch. But um, this team is going to be, uh, they're going to be tough. And they can go a lot of different ways. I would imagine Hudson gets the, gets the point guard role. Uh, they're, Point guard last year, I don't know if he was point guard all season. Brandon Roberts. Yeah, it looks like they um, split time between Roberts and Frazier. Yes, so, so they, uh, I wonder if they went on matchups. Roberts definitely not a traditional point guard in the sense that he doesn't really pass and he turns it over a lot, but he's a hell of a scorer. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of different ways he can go about it. And if you look at per 30s, his bench too, I mean, geez. Uh, John Thomas, uh, Mecky Munn. Um, Dustin Frazier, a really good passer. You know, this is a team with a lot of talent, and they're bringing in three three guys that can all start on any team. So um, it, I think the fit, the trying to find the best lineup is going to be the challenge for Coach V, but he knows what he's doing. This is a tough team. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I wonder if if Munn uh, slides into that starting lineup at center, um, absolutely, just to give him a little more height, allow him to play uh, a little taller on the mm-hmm. wings, um, and then put somebody like Thomas or Blevins in at backup center for him. Um, the other thing I notice about how he coached this team last year is uh, he used his bench a lot. Um, he did. Uh, 22 minutes backup point guard, 18 minutes a game, backup small forward, 16 minutes a game for Munn at backup center. Um, so it's evidence that he's rotating these guys in and out and utilizing the talent that he has. Uh, like we've both said, an upgrade in talent here. And so I, I would expect a lot of those numbers to even out potentially even more as he get these, mm-hmm. gets these guys in the rotation. Yep. This, yeah, this team, um, they could probably roll t- all 10 guys and you, you'd be you'd be happy with all of them. So uh, they're going to be a tough team for sure. And uh, looking at their schedule, um, it, it's pretty tough. Uh, all, you know, it looks like five teams in the top 65, but um, that, that game against Yonkers, that'll be interesting. We talked about Yonkers in the previous group. Um, should be fun. It should. Fun team to watch. Let's move on to uh, the paper shredders here uh, out of Shreveport, coached by Coach Craig Two. Checking in at number 61 in the preseason, 10-15 freshman class. So just another uh, another star-studded group of young guys. They graduated the 109-107 class. So uh, another good upgrade. They are returning uh, everybody in their starting lineup except their small forward who – led them in game score um, and was one of their leading scorers. Um, but they also bring back uh, their starting backcourt and a guy in Alejandro Pierce, the seven footer um, who grabbed 10 and a half rebounds a game, uh, almost three and a half blocks and over two and a half assists. So uh, what a great glue guy chipped in eight points, um, shot 66.5 true shooting on the year. Um, love to see the next step that Pierce is going to take as a sophomore. Um, and then they bring in some pretty talented guys too. So what do you like of these freshmen? I love the freshman class. Uh, actually, Jeffrey Jenkins, I was uh, trying to chase him on. And uh, Shreveport was stubborn and stayed on him and maxed him the rest of the way. Um, Randy Cameron looks like a fantastic player who can you can play, honestly, at almost any position. Um, it looks like he can score. He can uh, rebound, pass, great defender. Um, and then Marcus Miller, uh, I tend to stay away from guys that are similar to my size, you know, shorter on the, on the height scale. Um, but this guy can play 24 points a game uh, in the per 30 uh, area and then also nearly three assists. So um, mm-hmm. he's doing a pretty good job with Coach Craig, too. It looks like this is a rebuilding team. He took over back in 25, a team that was one of the worst in the country. And um, he's got him to two straight PTTs. I would imagine this team has their sights set on an NTT. Um, I, I can see it happening. I mean, they got, like you said, in, uh, we talked about Pierce. He's uh, looks like one of the better centers in this group. Um, I think just trying to find a consistent, maybe scoring option for these guys. Because uh, this go-to guy is going to be key. Um, looks like Pendleton can score a little bit. He doesn't do really anything else. Um, mm-hmm. And Zayad James, their point guard from last year, a little bit turnover prone. So might see some changes in the starting lineup here. The bench is um, pretty much non-existent, as is the case when you take over a program that, you know, had a lot of uh, classes that didn't do much. But three freshmen that are coming in that can all uh, contribute. This team should be much improved. Um, could be a dark horse. 
Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and, you know, a, a, a team like this that's kind of cycling out these old classes, they're depending a lot on their starters. Um, and so it's a question of do these freshmen give them a ton of minutes early or did they, do they add some depth to the bench? Um, it, it'll be a good team, a fun team to watch as these guys mature. Uh, one thing to note is you say Shreveport has their sights set on the NTT. I think that's a strong possibility because Conference 13 is far from the strongest uh, in the country. Um, three sub-200 teams. Um, Shreveport is the second-best team in preseason power ranking in that conference. So a team to keep your eye on as these freshmen progress, for sure. Absolutely. Let's talk about our last team here, the Joplin Journeymen, coached by Coach Isaac One. Uh, power ranking just 123 preseason, but did bring in a pretty solid 46-44 freshman group. Uh, they had some higher ranked classes uh, that they are cycling through as well. Um, 161-161 seniors uh, last year and their seniors this year are 203-217. Um, so I would expect most of their minutes to go to uh, the younger guys. One thing I noticed just looking at their recruit rankings here is their class that's now juniors is ranked 142-26. So a pretty big disparity there. Uh, and I would think that Seth Foster, uh, their big man who started at center last year, um, is the guy with the star power. Uh, he put up 19.6 points a game, uh, over 10.5 rebounds, over 3.5 blocks, um, and almost two steals per game. So He's got that post locked down. They did graduate their starting power forward, um, who wasn't the best player by any means. Uh, they might have replaced him in uh, Jonathan Sanchez, the uh, freshman they brought in at 6'8". Uh, who else do you like on this team? Well, first I want to talk about a little bit about Seth Foster. This guy was uh, very close to being a boys of potato sack. Unfortunately, uh, Coach Isaac uh, brought him the bag last second. And uh, he committed um, to Joplin uh, on the last day. Uh, he, it was a 1-1 tie. We were looking to get Seth Foster. Uh, he's an incredible player. I honestly didn't think he would be this good. Um, but he was fifth team all league last year. Um, you talked about him. He's, he is the best player on this team for sure. But um, I like this freshman class too. Uh, Dylan Bowers is a great glue guy that you could probably throw in uh, if you want in the starting lineup. Um, they're going to have to get a point guard. Um, with Christian Ballone, uh graduating. Uh, they have Damian Forrest off the bench, who was pretty productive last year. Uh, they could maybe use him. Um, if you wanted to use Bowers as a, as a larger point guard, you could. Um, and then you talked about uh, Jonathan Sanchez. I think he's a perfect fit um, at that power four position. So they're going to have a really strong uh, front court with Cole, uh, potentially Sanchez and Foster. That's a tough group. Those are three guys. They don't really pass all a whole lot, but they all can play defense, it looks like, and they all can score. Um, so if you can kind of find a solution at the point guard position, this could be a team that uh, makes some noise. It looks like they've kind of been a uh, PTT, RTT team for a while now. This is also another pretty new coach. Looks like he took over in twenty six. Um, did have an NTT appearance in there, but looks like that was just based on winning the conference. Didn't really do a whole lot. So, um, again, this is a pretty talented group, and I think another team that can make a big jump. Um, I think they can be a pretty interesting team in this in this group. 
Yeah, the point guard question is really interesting with this team, as you mentioned. Um, I think Dame, it's Damian Forrest job. Mm-hmm. He had seven and a half assists last year uh, to two turnovers, which is manageable. Um, I think he gets the gets the start, and you slide somebody up uh, to that backup point guard spot, or Bowers, as you mentioned, as a bigger guard. Um, mm-hmm. But they're putting the pieces together here. Um, and Brett Cole, who we just briefly mentioned, was their leading scorer last year. Uh, I know Coach is probably looking at him to get a little bit more efficient. Um, 49% from the field last year, uh, which is good. I think if he can even increase his uh, shooting efficiency, um, this team could be more dangerous than they look on paper. Yeah, I think I think the last question with this team, too, is how are you going to – sometimes when you have that one, you know, leading score – He's clear the guy. This team's going to have maybe three between Cole, Sanchez, and Foster. And this is all assuming Sanchez starts at power mm-hmm. forward. But you're going to have three guys that don't really share the ball a whole lot, and they love to shoot. So kind of uh, managing that situation could be interesting. But it's also nice to have three options at any given moment. Um, so, yeah, this team has uh, got some questions, but they also seem to have a lot of potential answers as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, Seth Foster is clearly a player to watch in this region. Um, as you mentioned, coming off uh, an all-league season last year. Uh, I also really like uh, Brandon Roberts from Nashville, um, probably the leader of that group, as we talked about. Um, Nashville's freshmen are all talented, as we talked about as well. Um, and then uh, I really like Rory Pendleton, uh, Otis Fort, the shooting guard there. Um, he's another guy that, uh, if he can increase his efficiency a little bit, um, it's clear that he can score, uh, and does he take that next step this year, uh, with, uh, one of their scorers graduating, um, do, does he become, uh, somebody who takes on a bigger role, even a bigger role nationally, um, anybody else, freshmen or returning guys? I think the first team that we talked about, Worcester, they got some. Uh, they got a lot of guys to keep an eye on this tournament. Mm-hmm. I think Tra- Trayvon Moore being one of the passers in the country. You're returning Jack Drake, who's a do-it-all center, and then you also got Kyle Gold, um, you know, another new freshman who looks like a very similar player. So they got a few guys in the team uh, as well. And I think you had mentioned uh, uh, Nashville's talented freshman as well. So there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. A lot of high-end talent in this group for sure. Love it. One of the fun things about this tournament is uh, getting all this talent in early season and and just throwing it out there and seeing where things land. Uh, How good are these freshmen and how good are these teams relative to their preseason rankings? Uh, This might be another group that gets multiple teams in. Um, But as I think through it, uh, you know, Nashville and Worcester probably are the front runners here. I would give the the edge to Nashville as my pick uh, just because of what they're returning um, and what they brought in. Uh, it's one of these situations where they are reloading, if not upgrading, and they have the experienced guys to lead and they have the young guys to fill in the spots um, and they can just score from so many different ways. So I'm going with Nashville, uh, but I could see two teams getting in. I could even see Joplin making some noise if they can put it together. Uh, uh, so I'll pick all four teams, I guess. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I would be, I would pick Nashville, with the, but, but to be contrarian, I, I, I think Shreveport is going to uh, be the dark horse in this group. 
And they brought in three straight classes. They got a, a stud seven-footer who's going to only get better, mm-hmm. in Alejandro Pierce. Um, and then they bring in three guys that can all play. Um, this is a team that doesn't really stand out with one guy. I think you had mentioned Rory Pendleton. Um, but, they, I mean, bringing in these three guys, Miller, Jenkins, Cameron, uh, I think this team can make some noise. So just to be, you know, a little bit different. Well, I'll go Shreveport. Good. Love the upset pick. Yeah, this is a fun group to watch. And uh, so good luck to these teams. Good luck to all the teams in the PNTT. Uh, Coach, it's been fun. Thanks for your time and for breaking down these groups with us. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. All right. Thanks for listening. Catch you later.